And we are live for the 64th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Loves Luigi, and tonight I'm with Andrew, and I'm with Alex. Greetings, everyone. Fuck the well, Marlins. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of just the vibe of this episode. Um, Starting out I said, strong already. I said before the season that I wasn't worried that the, they would get the season in. I really wasn't. A little worried now, not going to lie. Still confident. A little worried, though, but... I mean, it is. I mean, the, it's the classic example of how one person or one team can ruin it for everyone, right? Yeah. Because I think that's what that's what happened here. Let's just get right into it. The Marlins had the first reported four players tested positive before Sunday's game. They still played, probably dumb. And then it turns out they actually have almost half their team test positive for COVID. So their game against their series against the Orioles gets canceled. The Yankees series against the Phillies, because the Phillies just play the Marlins and the Yankees were about to go to Philly, that gets canceled. So now the Yankees are playing the Orioles Wednesday and Thursday. It's all messed up, and it's all because of one team. Ken Rosenthal reported that since Friday, the only positive tests across the entire MLB have come from the Marlins. I, look, I, think, that, I just... think that says it all right there. Yeah, look, I said this earlier, but one, two, three cases, even four cases, you say, ah, okay happens and really not much you can do yeah. but half the team half the team when no other team really like yeah every other team it was like all right a couple teams had one guy test positive and that was it not no big yeah, it's deal. not like it was a string of bad luck where the marlins just had a bunch of people and then say the phillies also had like five or six people test positive and then you had a bunch of other teams it was solely the marlins that had a bunch of people test positive and it was a large group of them and the numbers keep getting going up every day. Yeah, it was what, like fourteen was, a couple days ago. Now it's like seventeen today. It was four, and, and then it then it was twelve, and then I think it's then there was four more reported today, four or five more today. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think it's at seventeen now. Yeah, which uh, is I think insane. Uh, I think there's been some reports that their last night in Atlanta, which was last Tuesday, they went out. A lot of them, they were having a good time, mm-hmm. and just what happens? I think right right when I heard this, I said, look. Because people automatically assume that, oh, because they're in Florida, they they have this. And they left Florida with no positives. And I get that positives could take a, you know, a few days to show up. But I really don't think this had anything to do with the state they're in. I think this had everything to do with the fact that they weren't following protocol. And this defense they went right here with... doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you live in Florida, no, does it? I, I, absolutely not. Well, <laughs> well, look, <laughs> look at the Rays. The Rays were in Tampa all weekend. and Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. They're and the Blue Jays baseball. played them in Tampa. Neither of those teams are there right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, I really do think it has everything to do with the protocol and not as much the state. This could have really happened in any state. It's impossible to say, I'm glad this happened. I'm not glad this happened, but maybe this is the wake up call that the league needs. Or I shouldn't say wake up call because every other team seems to be following protocol. I think they definitely had had some kind of wake up calls with the amount of people that tested positive before. You know, just in, like, June and July. But everyone was still home at that point. Exactly. And now that the season started and this happened, I think it's definitely going to be the kick that they all need to realize, okay, we actually cannot do anything if we want to actually have a season this year. Exactly. If you guys want to be able to do your jobs, uh, you can't be doing this shit. Let the Marlins in. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a full investigation into the Marlins and what they were doing that week. Because I I think it's pretty obvious that they just – we're screwing around. Yeah. Because right away I heard from multiple people on Sunday night, 
you know, I've, I know a lot of people who are Marlins fans and they said, yep, they've apparently been pretty loose with the protocol. So that was the first thing I heard. And I heard it from multiple people. Mm. And yep, that's why half your team's infected with COVID. Um, hopefully yeah, exactly. none of those guys are really sick. Hopefully they all recover, but yeah, real, just a real shit show for first weekend of the year. First yeah. baseball weekend, we all felt good, and this happened, so... Yeah. You know, and it's the type of thing that... I, I kind of expected something like this yeah. would happen because of just how easily COVID spreads. But I didn't think it would happen this early into the season, literally the first weekend. And I think Major League Baseball was prepared. I think even Manfred said something along the lines of, of that today, where, like, we, we expected something like this would happen mm-hmm. at some point. I think um, it, it, as long it would have been dumb them not to expect something Yeah, like I mean, you, you can't just – I mean, they're not going in into a bubble. And, and now there is somewhat modified bubble, if you want to say it that way. I mean, with a lot of close teams, maybe you can limit travel to busing and trains and not planes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're on the road, you're all staying in a hotel and not going anywhere. I, I actually think there's more risk when, when they're home, right? I mean, they're not still staying in – a single hotel or, or yeah. they're just staying in their, in their, their homes. Right. When, when you're, when you're playing at home. So, you know, everyone you live with or anyone who may be around you, I think that creates added yeah, exposure. You have, you have a larger chance of being exposed if you're at home than if you're just in a hotel room doing nothing around the same 30 to 35 guys that you're, exactly. you've been with the previous week in two different cities in a, in a Where hotel. Exactly. Your families could have been around multiple different people at different times who yeah, look what happened in, in New York today or whenever it was um, over the weekend. Um, Cuomo posted that video today of the rave and there's like thousands of people out there, right? Like mm-hmm. if any of those people are, you know, related to or friends with or whatever, any Yankee or Met, like mm-hmm. when they come home, there's possible exposure there, right? And yeah, exactly. And stupidity like that across the country by, by someone who's not, not even players, right? Like it could be a family member or something like that. Or even if the players are, are dumb enough to be home, not go out and like, Call, like call like a hookup or something like that and have them come in but you don't know where that person's been right anything mm-hmm. like that can totally break the the, the chain of custody here and, and create some kind of situation like we're seeing with the marlins it's scary yeah exactly yeah, and um i read that manfred doesn't have the authority to move the seat the regular season to a bubble but he does have the authority to move the postseason to a bubble which he 100 percent should do Oh, like I, I think they, yeah. they already alluded to that that's probably going to happen. Especially, yeah. Or I mean, it would be at like a, a neutral site. Yeah. At the least, when like you get to the final Two eight. fields, two stadiums is yeah. all you need. At least so. when you get to the championship series, you need to do that. Because at that point, there's only four teams and they're playing at different times. Mm. You yeah, can the, easily just get one field, you, stick all yeah. four teams there and just... And have, have one person play you know? at three and one, one team play at eight. Exactly. But the extra inning rule, I mean, that, they, that that's carries what they do to... normally. They yeah. normally have everything scheduled so that one game is going on at the mm-hmm. same time. And right. So, so, so look, at, look at that. But like if there's four games a day, they'll have one start at one, one start at three, one start at five, one start at eight. Yeah. And assuming you don't have fans, it's not as much of a concern. I mean, March Madness exactly. does this every year, right? You have two or three games back to back to back on the same mm-hmm. court. So, I mean, there's it's not like there's no precedent for that. Yeah, and it's and like you said, it's so much easier if they didn't have fans because you wouldn't have to worry about getting people out of the stadium and get, getting the new people into the stadium, have to worry about tickets and stuff. You can literally just once one once one game is over, get the teams off the field, get the other ones on there, clean up the field a little bit and be done in I don't know, be ready to play in half an hour. Well, you would probably have to completely get them out of the locker room and out of the uh, off the the grounds altogether, and then have some time Disinfect. in between to disinfect yeah. some stuff just in case, right? Yeah. 
So even then, so, that's that can't be that. Really you could probably even do point. one and one o'clock and eight o'clock. I mean, I know one o'clock yeah. for like a, a prime time. I mean, it, one o'clock, like a championship series game on like a Tuesday afternoon and one is, is not mm-hmm. ideal. It's certainly not good for, for TV ratings, but I mean, if that's at what you the, need to do. At this great. point, if they really want to get the season in, they really cannot be worrying about ratings. Right. Yeah. But I have a bad feeling because knowing the way MLB is, there's a possibility that they would choose ratings over. Well, look, that's why that's why the owners pushed for, I mean, I guess the players pushed for it too, because there was monetary uh, compensation in it from the owners and the league to go to 16 playoff teams. Like, obviously, if yeah. you're on a, if you're a fringe team, expanding playoffs creates huge. more opportunity for, for you to get in anyway. But mm-hmm. you know what that also does? It's more TV revenue on the, on the major networks. You would yeah. have to assume Fox, FS1, TBS. Um, maybe even they can put some games on, like, True TV or, or TNT um, because it, <laughs> TBS usually has, what, one... LDS, like the, and LDS. either CBS has an LDS and they do. I think they do one of the two LCS. Yeah, I, I, like I feel like 80% of CBS is baseball games or the Braves. They normally do the NLCS. They've done the uh, uh, TBS. Well, it alternates every year. No, it, I don't think it has. Fox yeah, has yeah. The ALCS. Even, year, even, even years, TBS has the the ALCS and odd years at the um, NLCS. I don't think so. I, think yeah, I promise you. I promise Fox, you that. I have, ter- I have a terrible memory, but like. Fox I don't remember the ALCS, ALCS on last Fox year. in a while. And 2017, yeah. Alex, the last time we played the Astros. 2017 and 2019. And 2018, it was, no, it was okay, Astros okay, Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> now that I remember the, 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 right, the NLCS was on Fox because yep. that was Brewers Dodgers. Anyway, there, there's going to be expanded network coverage too for that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely going to be a, a concern. Um, yeah. But even with, with, with playoffs – um, even if they were to do a bubble, it's got to be a warmer weather or a mm-hmm. domed arena. And you can't have playoffs going into the first week of November in Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. I think it was Michael Kay saying that on his radio show. It's like, I hope that they had to do host a, a playoff series there, like one year, like an ALCS or World Series, mm-hmm. and it snows. Like, that's, that's, what you, that's what you fucking get for, for not putting a, a dome on that stadium. Yeah, Perfect like that's end of the so stupid. There, okay. Minnesota and is so north, and the weather there gets so cold. And the fact that they didn't prepare for any of that was one of so the boldest stupid. moves of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's like um, the Rangers not having a stadium on Globe Life. Like, or the Rangers not having a. A roof. roof. Yeah. yeah, they're not having a stadium there. Um, I'm part of the belief that I think every new stadium that's built should have a, some sort of retractable yeah, roof. They need. Like, I think it would save a lot of hassle yep. to do that. It would cost a lot more, but it would base it would prevent any rain delays, and it would give the players a lot more days off because of that because they and it would create more rain. opportunity for a bubble postseason exactly. type type scenario, which mm. we're going to be limited to. What I mean, the two stadiums in Texas. Um, the two. I mean, I could. I really pray they don't put playoff games in the trop unless it's the Rays are involved. Like that would suck. Yeah. Um, but I it would make sense but to do the, the two trop playoff game, The two playoff spots are going to be the trop and Marlins Park. <laughs> Chase two classic Field, American ballparks. Yeah. <laughs> you know it sucks. Um, they can't. They can't do Toronto, which yeah. sucks. Nope. Originally, 
the bubble idea was for MLB was Florida and Arizona, right? But people kind of shied away from that because at the time, Florida and Arizona were kind of spiking cases. But yeah. I think we're seeing with the NBA, the NBA season starts Thursday, right? But the NBA seems to be doing all right. They haven't had any COVID outbreaks. They right? have, as of right Here's now, the NHL. They zero. Yeah, the yeah, NHL has reported NHL zero positive right tests. Yeah. So, I saw, I saw the NBA has zero since the bubble started. They had climbing. I, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, the, it was like the three commissioners was the NBA or the NBA and the NHL commissioners were reporting. Yeah, we have no COVID cases. And then under it's just saying Rob Manfred saying, what if we killed the Marlins? <laughs> 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 oh man. But it, it is incredible though. Cause if you still look at the, you know, there's like across the league, if you just looked at the hand, like, Oh, there's only been 14 positive tests in the past week. Like, oh, that's not bad. They're all in the Marlins. When you like, realize they're on one team, then that's kind of an eye-opener right there. And, and what was the stat beforehand, um, like up until um, opening day, which I know you had Soto and a few other people mixed in after that. But um, at one point, it was like six out of 10,000 tests were positive, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they t- they took 13,000 tests and there were six positive. It was like 0.0005%. Half of 1%. Good percentage. Yeah. Exactly. It, it just sucked that like one of the six or seven positives was Juan Soto, who's one of the most popular young players in the game. So, yeah. and no, he's it, it, supposed it, to play on opening night. It sucks, but everyone, you know, everyone's human, so everyone has an equal shot of being exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a shit situation, but yeah. yeah, the Marlins follow protocol. Hey, I mean, why don't we? Would anyone notice if the Marlins just showed up with the team full of minor leaguers? Like, would anyone I'm, notice? Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't think anyone would notice if the Marlins yeah. just didn't play the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, and, and interesting. I, yeah, people like <laughs> half of the season, like, wait, what, what happened to the Marlins? <laughs> Where, wasn't there another team? No, no, no there, there's only been yeah. 29. Like I, feel, like, I feel like we're forgetting something. Yeah. No, but did you see what, um, what, what, what Manfred instituted for them? I mean, obviously, they're not going to play until Monday of next mm-hmm. week, which gives them plenty of time obvious. to find out who's positive and who's not and get anyone who is positive away from the, the guys who aren't sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also gives them plenty of time to either pull up guys from their satellite camp or, you know, make a bunch of waiver ads because they yeah. still need to field a representative roster, even if it's yeah the worst roster in the league. It's still, you know, you can't have a bunch of double layers playing major league players to all Marlins fans. Enjoy the fact that you took two out of three from the Phillies. Cause those are probably the only two games you're going to win all year. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're probably gonna have to four for like your next 10 games. So yeah. Uh, I saw in Jeter's, you know, Jeter made a statement today. He said, Oh, we look forward after we resume to spring 2.0 or something. I'm like, wait, what? Like you guys, you guys don't have that time. <laughs> kind of yeah. <laughs> Time's running out. Um, so yeah. Uh, we thought, the Yankees are going to have a four-game series against the Phillies. Turns out we have a two-game series against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Glaber definitely did this. This was definitely Glaber's <laughs> idea. We all know it. And I saw that joke on Twitter like a hundred times, but it's definitely true. Um, yeah. So I mean, hey, the O's are starting up. tomorrow. They're, they're looking pretty good, right? They're, they beat a pretty strong Red Sox team. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding about that strong part. I'm just, I was making a joke. Um, so, yeah, Yankees-Oreos, two games. We got Garrett Cole on the mound tomorrow making his – I was going to say making his home debut, but the game's in Baltimore, so that's not happening. Like, every, my, my mind just my mind's just all over the place, man. It, like, God damn the Marlins. God damn the Marlins. That's, that's all I got to say. 
But I wonder yeah, if the so Yankees are going to be. I wonder if the players are pissed that they're going to miss out on two uh, home games. But you figure they they probably. Um, I mean, what know, difference kinda... does it make this year? Like obviously traveling, but I yeah. I think they probably are going to be a little annoyed. But at the same time, I feel like they're just relieved that they weren't. You know that this was caught beforehand, so I would imagine they're just relieved that they weren't exposed and had to go into the Philly stadium when half the entire Marlins organization tested positive. Yeah, it's good. And Britain said, "Look, Britain said we want to play." We... Yeah, I saw that statement from. Yeah, he basically just said we're you know we want to play, so we'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Which credit to MLB for kind of just automatically uh, pivoting and just saying, "Okay, well then." They'll just play the Orioles instead. Yeah, and, just, yeah, and, and they already announced quickly. what's going to happen. I mean, like the, the Nationals mm-hmm. play the Marlins um, yeah. in Miami, I think, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So those games are happen to the... them. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Phillies won't play tomorrow or mm-hmm. um, or Thursday, Thursday because they, we, we essentially traded the, uh, the Orioles for them. So they yeah. now get to, quote unquote, play the Marlins and those games obviously won't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll resume play on Friday against whoever. Yeah, and the Marlins, who the hell knows? <laughs> People were surprised the MLB took those precautions, you know, because really they didn't need to cancel the, the Yankee game tonight. They could have played like, no positives came back on the Phillies, but they're just worried about the false, the false negatives and false yeah. positives, you know. So and I, I get it. It's a, it yeah. it's a it's a good precaution, especially with you know what just happened. So I I would have been concerned honestly if they didn't take that precaution, just because it would have been weird to see them go. Oh, okay, it's fine two days after 12 Marlins tested positive. And I get that, like, it, they could have done it, but it just would have been weird seeing them just automatically going back to it. Right. Now, do we even know who who was um, positive for the Marlins? Like, I know Jorge Alfaro have, they, tested positive they, before the season started, right? He tested positive... I think before opening day. Earlier. I don't know if it was before opening day, but it was sometime last week. Because I was wondering, like, I, I know he, he was supposed to be their, their starting catcher, right? I mean, yeah. Who is their um, their their backup catcher? Because that's that's where the real risk is, oh right? God, it's whoever the, their first baseman was, um, and then whoever their catcher was, because that's people would have mm-hmm. most exposure with the Phillies mm-hmm. or Reese Reese Hoskins, um, who had to sit at first when anyone on the Marlins reached base. Mm-hmm. So, outside of that, I mean, there's very little. Like, no one in the outfield would be exposed unless they were right next to the catcher and he was sick when they were up to bat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking now, and Miguel Rojas was one of the players that tested positive. Which is so which ironic, because he was the guy who pushed for them to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the only one. I'm looking at MLB trade rumors right now. This He's the only one that's been... Named. Named. As of, you know, this, as of right know, now, the team's total is 15 infected players. Christ. You know, it's, you know, it's funny when... Because they said, like, after the four positive tests, they said they had, like, a group uh, meeting to determine where they wanted to play. And I, it was just, like, a group text, I guess. But I just thought of, like, them all, like, meeting in a small room, like, 20 <laughs> guys, all a bunch of stuff. Like, all right, guys. Should we four play? Of us have COVID, should we play? <laughs> it's like, yeah, hell yeah. It's like, all right, good. Sounds good. Oh, God. Just, just, just shit situation, man. But, hey. It's on to Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. See, uh, I don't know if anyone saw Brian Cashman. He was on a Zoom call today, and he just had Camden Yards. This is back. I saw that, yeah. Great. Oh, it gave me a good laugh. Oh, those are 2-1, so are the Yanks. 
Uh, we got who is it? Cole and then Hap scheduled to go. No, I think they said Hap's going to pitch against the Red Sox, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, hmm. wasn't it? I think they said Montgomery. Oh no, no, no! You're right. I think Hap's going to pitch Gumby Thursday. And Ta- Gumby and Tanaka the weekend, and then okay, Cole and Hap for those. And then who the hell knows what they're going to do with Paxton? Yeah, because you're going to get two starters back in Montgomery and Tanaka, mm-hmm. who didn't pitch the first time through. Hap still hasn't pitched once, which I'm sure he's pissed about because he has that. Um, Investing option. He wasn't going to get that anyways, though. Wasn't it like for well, 170 innings or something? Well, well, well MLB came up with yeah, um, yeah, they... the, the players union negotiated that they could like prorate all that shit. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. forgot about that. No, dude, Hap's still going to 170 innings, man. I don't know what you're talking about. 17 Jesus. starts in 60 games. <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, I think it's 27 starts, actually. Uh... It's 60 games. <laughs> So over or under two and a half home runs for Glaber in these next few games. I'm gonna I'll say under. It's I'll an easy say, pick to I'll say, say under. under. I'm gonna yeah. say yeah. I think it's safe to say the under because you know the O's. Uh, they've had a good start to the season. They played the tough Red Sox team and took two out of three. Dude, so. I'm telling you, man. They were my world, Red Sox, my World Series pick. I don't know about you guys. They're pitching. What are the Red Sox looking from... tonight? I know they got they're losing. The Mets they were team. losing three nothing when we started the show. Uh, I now. Yeah, it's five one in the sixth. Uh, so they have. They're, a they bunch of like nobody starting games. games. They have absolutely no starting pitching. Yep. Some guy named Paul. Who could have saw? Who could have seen that coming? Right? Hmm. Like nobody, nobody. No one. Dude, these guys uh, are so bad. You know, what I was kind of worried about <laughs> the fact that the Yankees just for for the last two days were just in the hotel, like clearly not doing all they need to do to stay warm and stretched and loose, right? They're just in the hotel in Philly, yeah. stranded. Garrett Cole is probably throwing friggin' bullpens in the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, Imagine like, coming holes. out of your hotel room and Garrett Cole is just throwing. You think there's a you think someone's the shooting? You think someone's firing a gun and just the catcher's glove popping? <laughs> <full fast. laughs> oh well, thought there was a shotgun being fired in here. But you know, this whole season, especially with the no fans in the stands, it just reminds me of travel baseball or high school baseball tournaments. Where you just have, there's like no one watching, but it's just mm. you know, two teams playing a pretty big game. Like you still realize the significance, but it's weird. It's, it's really weird. But you know what's weird? I noticed in the first few games is when someone hits a home run, and I'll, maybe it's just because all three games you had no one actually in the stadium, so they maybe didn't get a good read watching the same TV feed we did. But it was on like someone hit a ball deep, and it would be like. Oh, oh, it went out as opposed to yeah, as soon as someone hits it in a live game, you're like, let's go, get out, clear the wall. They, right? then you get fired. they didn't have, like, the people, or especially like Kay and stuff, they were watching from the a studio. They weren't at the stadium, so they well, didn't so have. Was, so was Vaskirgin and A-Rod on opening night, and then uh, Buck and yeah. Smoltz on Saturday. Yeah, and they, they, didn't all have, they didn't have a good angle. They had just, they had the same angle we did, and you can't tell. Like, I remember Vaskirgin saying during the brewers cubs game the other day that they kind of were using their video feeds to look at the umpires to signal whether or not home runs are home runs or not because um rizzo hit a home run and they couldn't tell from the feed where the ball had gone so they were waiting for the umpire to signal that it was a home run so i think that's so weird they really can't tell it's crazy not everyone's gonna hit the ball 
you know, 100 feet past the wall, I extend. Yeah, I was about to say, not, yeah. not every shot's a stand shot where you're right that's off the true. bat. You're like, yep, that's gone. That's gone. <laughs> yeah, both of, both of Stanton's home runs, the second he hit him, you're like, yeah, that's not coming back. Yeah, just both tanks. You guys see A-Rod, though? I think it was I think it was the Sunday night Dodger game. And I forget who's pitching, but he's just trying to play like Tony Romo. And he's, yeah. Yes, he's about to go. He's about to attack him real soft here. And this dude just throws like a 98. Oh, fuck. I think like Gary Sheffield Jr. posted a tweet and it got retweeted by a freezing cold take. So it was so funny. That was so wild. And then A-Rod was... just didn't even say anything like after the fastball. It was just like a few seconds of silence. It's <laughs> it like, well, uh, that didn't go the way it's I planned. Like, uh, on. Not ideal. Oh, man. Uh, look around the league. The Blue Jays beat the Nats 5-1. Nats uh, probably has something to do with their best hitter being out, but they've been struggling uh, a bit. Soto actually got the two fall or, uh, negative tests, oh, so he'll be back soon. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he, uh, as of last night, he two didn't hours have gotten, ago. Okay, yeah, as of last night, he hadn't gotten two negatives in a row. Yeah, at so 5 o'clock, uh, Dave Martinez has reported that he's re- he got the back-to-back negative tests. That's good. Well, uh, that's definitely encouraging. Said the, the Red Sox are on their way to getting blown out by the Mets again, so that's good. That's Dodgers good. and Astros about to start up their game. That should be fun. Just baseball in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Those red-hot Detroit Tigers are looking like they're going like, to take another win. Hey, man, you never know. Uh, this season, we're it's going to be a wacky season. It already has been a wacky season. It already has been crazy. Yeah. All right, the Marlins, they, they almost fucked everything up, but... All these other games are going on, and the more games that happen and like no outbreaks, it's just it gives you more confidence. The better you know, chance the season yeah, has like, of actually going like it, on. Yeah, like that's why I said I want there to be an investigation into the Marlins because if mm-hmm. we found out that oh these eight of these guys were at a strip club or at a bar or at a, some big party mm-hmm. on, on Tuesday night, and six then of those, you'd be like, okay, yeah, that's that's, that's okay. what like, As long as that doesn't happen, we're good. The season mm-hmm. can happen. But if mm-hmm. it was actually reported that they were just in their hotel rooms and yeah, had exactly. had it for a they, while. They followed and, and protocol ever at all time. Yeah, and this still then happens. that's a bit of a problem. Exactly. But I don't think there's any chance. Like, I really do truly believe they just were, they literally were pissing on the protocol. Uh, that's what they were doing. Yeah. I think MLB learned nice. too that you can't leave decisions up to the team. Nope. So like a, a situation that happened on Sunday, if, if they knew on Saturday they had a couple players to test positive and they didn't already identify who they were and get them off the roster, they should have just been like, you know what, we got to cancel Sunday's game. Yeah. And then maybe the number that's 15 right now, 15 players and two staff, maybe it's like nine, right? Yeah, Which is still bad, no, but it, it's a no huge difference. that that game should have happened. On that's, like, that's like six little kids rounding up and be like, all right, our parents said we shouldn't have any more cake. What do we think? It's like, oh, cake. Cake. okay, sounds yeah. good. Good talk. So, obviously, these guys are going to play. And I forget yeah. what, what reporter said, but it's it's, it's a good point. It's like, you know, these guys have been trained their whole lives to play through pain, play through injury. Like, uh, they they look at COVID as like a pulled hammy. And I know that's not the yeah. right approach because a they, pulled they hammy is a contagion, but that's how they view it as. Right. The, I mean, I mean, Jordan won a game in the finals with the flu, right? So yeah, With COVID-96. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, guys, anything? We didn't want this to be like a super long episode. Kind of just like a quick update because a series got canceled, right? It's... We usually do a series preview or a recap, and there there is nothing to recap because no games have happened. Nothing's happened. <laughs> so, 
you know, just a quick update. Um, guys, any any other thoughts? Anything around the league, life? Um, Mike Fultonevich got DFA'd by the Braves. I saw that, man. I, Which is I crazy. Like, he, he's a guy that when you watch him, it's like, wow, this guy has such good stuff. But he just, mm. I don't know, man. Not anymore. He was throwing like 90 miles an hour. He was throwing 98 two years classic, ago. classic, has good stuff, but just never was able to uh, put it all together. Put it all together, yeah. Yeah. Where like he was, someone posted his highlight tape and it was just game or game five from last year. Yeah. Oh God, that poor guy. <laughs> I'll never forget. I, I was at like my friend's house and I'm like, ooh, just missing the Braves game. I was. And I checked my evening up. It's nine nothing in the first. I said, what? Yeah, I remember. I turned it on like at very close to the beginning of the game and it was one nothing and I was like, oh okay, yeah, it's you know, ooh, it's a one nothing game in the first inning. That's nothing. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, two nothing, three nothing, four nothing, six nothing, eight nothing, ten nothing. That reminded me of the friggin' uh, Germany Brazil World Cup game where Germany was like winning seven, one seven to one. You're just watching it like, is this real? Is this actually happening? Yeah, that was that was bad. Um, Yeah, looking forward. You made it almost to the end of the pod without Uh, bringing up another sport. Yeah, I know it's true. It's true. You're right. I knew Alex always calls me out for that. I knew. I do. That's what yeah. I do best. That's what he does best. Um, so, yeah, hopefully see some Yankees baseball, right? This week. <laughs> At this point, let's just hope we see some Yankee games. Tanaka, Gumby, we're going to see for the first half. It's going to be fun, hopefully, right? Hopefully everyone stays safe. Everyone follows the rules. No one's the Marlins. Uh, and I think we'll see some pinstripes on Friday. Yep. Yeah. The home opener. You know, it's... I was just thinking about this, man. No roll call. It's, mm-hmm. it's Do you guys see what uh, what Gardner was doing though during the exhibition games? He, he yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nobody. His yeah. Little, he does like the whole thing. The NBA, a lot of the NBA players would do that when they go out to the bubble. Like they're just like they're trying to pump up everyone. And they just no one there. Classic. <laughs> Classic. I think that'll just about do it for us. Uh, like I said, we didn't want this to be a long episode. We'll be back in a couple days. Hopefully talking about the nice two-game sweep against the O's. Let's hope so. For Luigi, for Alex, for Andrew. This was the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. <laughs>